Hello. Hi. How's everybody doing? Good. Welcome back to another episode of Pride the Podcast. I'm Adam Andrew Rios. I'm Darrell Anthony. I'm Ashley Mitchell. I'm Mr. Braden Bradley. And thank you for joining us again for a brand new episode. Uh, How is everybody doing? Uh, you know, making it best. Yeah, Pride Week. It is Pride Week. Um, yeah, no, I'm super excited. I think that you know, if you've been following our show all week long, we've been having different guests come uh, to help celebrate Pride with us. It's very new doing virtual Pride right now. We'd probably be planning our weekend, like to go out to the bars and and turn Mm -hmm. it up or whatever it is we're going to do. Definitely brunch. Um, what was okay? So, if we could be out or planning anything, and everything was open, what would be your uh, pride plan, Brayden? I'd be doing exactly what I'm doing: sitting on the couch eating some cheese sticks. Okay. Well, you know, since we ain't going outside, that's okay. <laughs> what would you be doing, Adam? I don't like crowds. Uh, what was that? I don't like crowds. Every pride is so hectic. Like. I've marched, I've gone down to the Stonewall. Every year I've been in New York for like the past nine years, I think it is. It's a lot. And every year, gratefully, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. But my anxiety gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So I am just happy that I can be inside this year, but still have pride, you know? Mm-hmm, hmm I would be planning brunch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I miss and- that. I, I feel like Pride is the one time of the year where everyone who maybe hasn't seen each other all year long kind of gets together. And selfishly, it's my birthday week. So I always enjoy having that mixed in with Pride uh, for the most part, because everyone comes around. Like people I don't get to see all year long due to them being busy or something like that, they pop up for Pride. So yeah. I'm gonna miss that. Hopefully they pop up in other ways, we'll see. Yeah. What do you have planned for your birthday, bro? Uh, what up, my birthday? Um, nothing. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we can't do nothing. So we'll see. Like, we'll just, we'll see what we can come up with. Like, probably something quiet with just us sitting at the house looking at each other like we have been half a hundred and five days. <laughs> um, but happy phase two opening New York. It seems like New Yorkers are doing being strong and following the rules the best way they can um, to keep from getting sick. So that's good. But moving on to our guests. Adam, you want to tell us who our guest is? It's an extra special guest, which I'm excited about. I love RuPaul's Drag Race. And so coming up, we have the New York City Queen, Britta Filter. I'm going to speak with her about how she's been doing, quarantining, uh, you know, see, yeah. Voting. She's very active on social media with Black Lives Matter. I'm excited to talk to her. Yeah. Yep. So we'll be right back. Today we have another special uh, episode coming for you with an extra special guest. Uh, We have drag superstar. You could have seen her on RuPaul's Drag Race season 12 and drag activist, the Britta Felter. Thank you so much, Britta, for joining us today. I'm so happy to be a part of this. Thanks for having me. Pride is my favorite time of the year. So I was like, yeah, bitch, sign me up, honey. 
Uh, I was so, so happy to to be able to get in contact to get you. You have I've seen you so many times here in New York. Yeah. Um, you've literally inspired me. You're so great at everything you do. So to oh, thank you so much. Great. Oh, that means so much. Thank yeah. you. Fun fact: We spent uh, we spelled, celebrated Brayden's birthday like a couple years ago at therapy, and you came in and did your show, and I was like, okay. And that was one of the oh, the first night I saw you was at NYU with Alyssa Edwards. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Years ago, and I was like, bitch, this new girl, or I don't know who she is, but she came in bucking. I was like, bitch, I remember that. I they had pizza there. I remember they that. They did. <laughs> Yes, we love to eat. I was like, this is cute. They treat me all nice, get me pizza and shit. Right? I love a good crafty. Right? <laughs> so we'll just go ahead and jump in. Uh, so when did you first know you wanted to start drag? And like, who or what inspired you to follow that dream? Um, you know, when I was, I always kind of like had like a little extra femininity in me. Um, as a child growing up, I always loved, um, I always wanted to play Jasmine instead of Aladdin. I was like, uh-uh, girl. Yes. I, got that, I got that upper register. She's going to sing the Jasmine part. <laughs> um, so it's always kind of been a part of me. And then, but, you know, I was raised Mormon, so I kind of always shut out um, my, my like feminine side, cause you know, being in the Mormon church, being gay wasn't allowed. So I kind of suppressed all those feelings until like I went off to college and then I started, um, I, I started, uh, I, I majored in theater. So that was kind of like my, my little like dip into, into drag. And I did, I did Rent, um, the musical Rent. Um, and I played Tom Collins and the guy who was opposite Tom uh, Angel in the show. Um, he was not very good at drag. <laughs> I was like, I was, oh no! I, was like, I see you, bitch. But I, nah, sis. Like, let I could I could twirl around you. And so I started playing with <laughs> with makeup and stuff. And you know, it was actually Alaska Thunderfuck. I met her mom, her actual mother, in real life. My roommates went to high school with him. So at the end of his season, I was like, oh, bitch, I can do this. I'm gonna start playing with makeup gig. Um, and then someone saw me playing with makeup online and it was a director of um, the uh, national tour of Cinderella, um, who was a friend of mine and ended up, I uh, ended up booking um, Cinderella as a stepsister and the entire step family yes. was drag. So I was like, girl, this is my time and my moment. That's I'm dope. I'm gonna learn how to paint this mug. I'm gonna get all suited up. They're gonna teach me everything. Bitch is gonna be making my dresses. So I, I was like, <laughs> okay, I did this. And I, I, I the night that it ended, um, I met this girl named Britta and I was like, oh my God, like Britta Filter, that's gonna be my drag name. <laughs> so I came back to the city the next day and then after, um, like a couple of days after, I think on January 11th was, I did my first spot at Stonewall with Ari Kiki. Um, and that's like, I was like, I'm, my name's gonna be Britta Filter. I'm anything but pure and I love New York. <laughs> Thank God. I, I mean, that actually brings me right in. I mean, that's such a wonderful story and it kind of brings to my question, actually. You have such a deep love and respect for New York City. Uh, every time we are watching anything, we love our New York queens here. What would you say is your fondest memory of performing in New York City? You know, there's so many, there's so many, the energy and like just the people and going out and you know, especially during Pride, like baby, they love, they live, they live. I mean, I, it, it, you know, it's the thing that's so special about New York is that anything can happen at any given moment, um, at any place or party or someone could show up that just like heightens the, 
the elements or even like you know in new york when when yeah. you go to a, when you go to a show and then all of a sudden like you start having a good kiki with an audience member and it just heightens the experience i mean there's so many of those moments in in new york because there's drag every day in new york i mean every day, every day. Um, one day or like that night you performed for adele right she was at pieces yeah, yeah, Adele Lawrence, and then shortly after that, Dua Lipa came to the gig because she caught on, and then, and then um, I'm jealous. I was super jealous. Yeah, like, who, who the fuck am I? Greta <laughs> <laughs> Filchin. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> no, that's awesome. So, do you prefer to sing? I mean, sing lip sync ballads or up tempo? Like, what's your go-to song? Um, you know, anything that will turn the party, honey. Um, That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you, know, um, I, you know, I love a ballad. I love a ballad. I mean, I love drag because I love I love storytelling. Um, mm -hmm. I love like, coming up with like really fucked up scenarios um, and and just like giving giving people life. I love a ballad just because it's, I, you know, not a lot of people can really sell a ballad, um, but- um, It's true. You do I'm a mean a Patty LaBelle. I'm a woman of a certain weight. And I, I love a good ballad. Much, so bitch, let me park and bark. <laughs> yeah. Then you ain't gotta worry about no bucking. I won't twist an ankle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. listen, I love, I love, I love bucking. I mean, I'm not a very good dancer, but what I have is passion behind those moves. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Greta, I have a question for you. When, whenever you got um, the notification that you were going to be joining RuPaul's Drag Race, and they were saying that you couldn't go by the name Britta Filter because, sorry, I just ordered dinner and it's here. Oh, <laughs> um, what was your reaction like? Were you like, I have to just go by Britta? Like, were you pissed? Were you like, going to make this work? What were your thoughts? Um, I, you know, I, I, I found out. Um, two days before I left for Drag Race. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't be that name, which I understand because, you know, <sighs> legal ramifications and whatnot. Um, you know, initially, listen, baby, I was trying them. I was trying them. I was like, baby, what if my name was Britannia? Like, <laughs> or uh, listen, I gave them options, girl, because I was thinking about it. They called me. I was like, uh-uh, let me call you back. I was like, how about Britannica, like the encyclopedia? I was going to say. That's a really good one. <laughs> I love it. They call me, but they call me Britta for short. They're like, but you can't say that. And I was like, all right. Then uh, I was I was coming up with every option. I was like, Britta no filter, Britta nah filter. Like, I was like, my name is Britta. And also, I I even like did my research. I was like, do you know that the name Britta is the only thing that is um, that is copyrighted? It's not the filter part, and also that it falls under like the category of. Um, uh, of comedy, so therefore we're just making fun of it, so it doesn't like we can't get sued, but mm. be safe. So I get it, I get it. So it's you make very valid points. I was just <laughs> honestly, right. yeah. prepared. Yeah. You were like, I, I, I was ready. You were like, I was ready to go. <laughs> so to pivot real quick, so you spent most of uh, the quarantine in Maine with your uh, mom, correct? Yeah, yeah. I spent um, seventy days in. Wow. Maine with my mom and my stepdad, um, who are also, they both work in, in healthcare. Uh, my stepdad's a doctor and my mom's a respiratory therapist. So wow. yeah, I have really bad asthma and it made sense yeah. for me to go to my parents because if a bitch mm -hmm. was sick, they would definitely be able to take care of me. And right. I, 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 you know, with New York, I just didn't feel safe being there. So, you know, it was interesting. I never thought that I would watch my entire season of Drag Race 
at my parents' house. <laughs> wow, that I must know. be an experience. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it was fine. I, I'm actually grateful for it, looking back at it. Um, and because, you know, how I, how the show went and like how um, I was portrayed at certain times on the show, I, I definitely am grateful that I wasn't in a bar situation because I don't know how I would have, I would have reacted um, mm. uh, to just like, you know, because uh, it, it's, it's very, because when you film, you like, you know certain things that you did and then when you when you look back at it you're like oh gosh you like really like yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, i do that that's that's not doesn't look very good of me um so uh i'm grateful that i was able to watch it with in a safe space with my family because my family they they love and appreciate drag and and it, it, i'm so grateful because i never get i'm so busy that i don't have time to spend with my family so i was like let me take advantage of this moment and like yeah really, really get to because they bitch they get old so <laughs> no yeah i probably would have done the same thing honestly like if, if like if i knew how long we were going to be here and like, all that jazz i might have gone home to texas and just chilled but we yeah. were like, oh, we're, we'll be gone for like two weeks and it'll be good and be fine. I was, it, the food was delicious and my parents were <laughs> wine cellar, So I was like, baby, I'm set. So you were living the good life. <laughs> it was cute. We had sushi roof Fridays. We'd be eating okay. sushi. You know, I was like, this is, I like this place. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you need any guest, we're there. Wine and yeah. dine. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> when you were in Maine during the pandemic, like did the pandemic affect your frankly, income as a professional drag queen at all? Like, how did you have yeah. to did it and navigate that? I mean, you know, it, it, it did. And when I went to Maine, I honestly didn't know. I, I had no idea what was the state of affairs in the country and what was going to be happening. And like, I honestly thought that it was going to be, uh, I was going to be away for two weeks. I didn't right. realize that it was right. 70 days before I had my stuff. Cause I, I got out of New York so fast Be between my men, I canceled my gig in Seattle and then booked, uh, booked a ticket to Maine immediately and didn't bring any drag with me. I didn't have any drag. I didn't have anything. Um, uh, for the reunion and the finale, I had to, uh, I had, it was like a maxi challenge. I had to figure it out. Like I didn't have any of my stuff. I literally had to have makeup sent to me by Anastasia Beverly Hills, so grateful. I had to make new pads. I had to, I had everything shipped to me. I was like, literally Amazon was my best friend to try and make it happen. Oh. So, um, uh, you just, you kind of had to, I kind of had to switch. I was also really depressed um, mm -hmm. during that time. I was so sad. I was so sad just because it was my season. And and also like, uh, there was a lot of people that were, I, I kind of stayed away from doing online shows because at that time as well, I was getting so much hate yeah. online from the show and people just being, thinking that I'm a certain person and, and all this other stuff. And um, uh, it, they didn't know until the reunion and the finale that I'm, yeah. Yeah, these children nowadays, this new younger generation, I don't know why they can't- Are mean. Are mean and nasty. Uh -huh. you know, I, I'm sure that everyone was kind of going through it during the beginning of quarantine like I was. So I'm like, okay, these people are just acting a certain way because they don't know how to deal with what's going on in the world. And they're just taking their frustrations out on me. So mm -hmm. I understand. But however, my only form of like, besides being with my parents, my only form of communication with the outside world was initially social media and 
social media, like I would get hundreds of messages saying like, you're a horrible person, you're mm. awful. So I, I had to take a little break from social media um, for about three, four weeks and then come back. I don't back. blame you. Yeah, I don't blame you. Come back strong and then, and then finally start to make money by doing online shows and yeah. like that. But no, they kind of was on my parents because I had no money, girl. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, take take this, you know, I know that you received a lot of that, but know that there are people here like myself and all of us, we love you. And the shows and the things that you've done in New York and the activism that you've done has been amazing and never let those... I, you know, you're human, so you you take that, but never let that break your spirit because you're so good at what you do. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. That means so much. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I, yeah. I'm a, I'm a dude yes. said, I'm going to send it to all them bullies. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm that bitch. And then I'll be like, <laughs> okay. So, how do you plan on celebrating Pride? You know, is it worse? And phase two in New York, but you know, pretty much everything is still locked down. Like, do you have any special like Sunday Pride plans? Um, you know, I don't have anything. I, I think I think I have a couple things that I've already recorded um, that are going out um, that are are, are pretty incredible. Um, but I don't have. I, I don't think that I'm. Um, uh, I'm going to be here in LA, so um, I, you know, I, every day I get emails of like people saying like, "Hey, you want to do this?" And I'm like, "Absolutely, yes, of course, I want to do that." <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, you know, I, I something about Pride. I love Pride so much. I love that this celebration of people coming together. That's what Pride really means to me. Um, but Mama, I'm proud all year round. It's not just okay. Like, say it again. Round. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm super, I'm, I'm grateful that I can be here with my boyfriend and celebrate my gay ass love with him. Yay, gay love. Gay love. Yeah. <laughs> well, I saw you had went to DC and, and marched uh, at the Women's March and uh, have been very vocal about the Black Lives Matter movement. How important is it, do you think, drag queens use their platform uh, to speak up against injustices? Oh, it's it's the the most important. I mean, doing 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 drag in nature itself is just political because you're you're like I don't you're telling people that like fuck these gender norms. Yeah. Um. So uh, I mean, it's it's the most political, especially the the platform that I've been given. I mean, I had somewhat a little bit of a platform previous to Drag Race, but even more so now, and with everything that's going on in the world, like if you're not paying attention and if you're not political then you're then you're not you're not doing yourself justice like you like especially in this pandemic if you're not watching the things that are going on in our country and like the things uh the systemic racism that's going on then you're like blind and you need to wake up and I'm also just so I'm so proud that there's so many different communities and even even uh LA Pride and I I'm not sure if New York Pride has agreed to do something but they they are it started as a protest so they're switching it to a Black Lives Matter protest as opposed to a, a pride. I mean, it, it, we all fall under, under the same category. And I feel like the LGBTQIA plus community is one of the only communities where it's every single race, religion, everyone is in this big old thing. I mean, I'm a, a Polynesian ex-Mormon um, <laughs> drag queen. So that's like a pretty specific ass category that it falls under. Um, but I'm I'm just yeah, I forgot what the question was. I was just going. No, that's <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like drag queens are using because like 
you know, some people haven't spoken up and they're maybe they're afraid or they don't know what to say or anything like that. Mama, that time has passed. Like, yeah, you know, it's something that some of my cast members from the show didn't aren't aren't political, weren't political. Um, you can see from one of the episodes that they weren't political um, and didn't know the current facts. And one of my cast members did make a tweet, um, uh, a very, it was insensitive, but it's just because she wasn't aware mm. of the political things that were going on in our country and, and made a statement and, you know, got backlash for it because mama, you're on a different level now. Like, yeah. you have to know what's going on. You can't you gotta just watch your words. <laughs> yeah. 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 You have to know what's going on. And, and, um, you, we need to now, and now because of the Black Lives Matter movement i'm so proud of my sisters all of them from our season that have that have switched their their social medias to empowering this movement um and they're getting involved because they know how important it is so i'm i'm so proud of my cast and for being as political as some of us on the season are and were now that's beautiful so Staying on the political front, you are part of Drag Out the Vote. Yeah. So can you tell us some more about that and the importance of voting? Yes, I'm I'm the co-chair, the national co-chair of Drag Out the Vote, um, which is essentially they're trying to reach the younger demographic um, in certain states uh, and throughout the nation on, on uh, registering to vote. One out of five LGBTQIA plus people in our country are not registered to vote. Uh, which Shame. is one, one out of five. Yeah. I know plenty of people who aren't registered and to give them a, a reason to vote. I mean, as drag queens, we have a, a, a an incredible platform and we also, but we also all the bitches that have a fucking microphone in our hand every single night. And <laughs> you're going to listen to someone when there's a six foot seven man in a dress, a giant hair. Um, you're going to listen to that bitch when she talks. So Hilarious. <laughs> I, I think it's important. And also, you know, I think that uh, there's a lot of people that don't, um, that are like, oh, well, politics is not exciting. Politics is not this. And baby, it's so exciting. If you know what to look for, this is, this uh -huh. is reality TV at its best. It is. <laughs> the shit that's going down in our country. Um, so, yeah. And also, I think it's important to to try and um, put political terms and political things in a, a relatable to people and in my in in the drag vernacular, uh, so I think that um, I, I'm so proud to be a part of it just because I can like cut through to the younger generation by using my "Hey Mama, that ain't good" and explaining things. Um, I'm actually coming out with a uh, with Drag Out the Vote, a political. Uh, web series of me explaining voting and how how voting works. I mean, 33% of um, people under 30. This is this is the the this is the Nash the record breaking high. Only 33% of people under 30 uh, voted in the last um, primary. Really? Percent. Yes, in the country. Like God, that shit's wild to me. We got to get those people out there to vote. Like because it's yes. so important. And you know, drag out the vote is definitely nonpartisan, um, but my views are very different from there. I gotta say nonpartisan for them, but baby, we gotta get Trump out of the offices. So like, <laughs> yeah, he gotta go. It again. <laughs> I'm so passionate about it because it's affecting our way of life as a community. 
You it know? really is. And that's, really is. And that's why we have, that's why I have to make it, uh, that's why I'm so passionate about it and so proud is because it's, it's, you know, you can think that it's boring and you don't want to vote, but baby, they're taking our rights away one by one. And like, I'm going to be on the front line, hopefully from my computer being a keyboard warrior during this pandemic. To be, you know. Fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what about when the pandemic's over, Britta? I know you have Drag Out the Boat, web series and everything. Whenever this pandemic's over, whenever it happens. You know, well, I hope to, I, I hope to tour. I mean, as, I'm, I'm honestly going to be in pandemic mode until there's a, a vaccine because my mom, not, she can't get sick out there. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And you know, it kind of sucks that, um, and it's also cool too, that my, my job is large groups of people now. Like <laughs> my job is entertaining large groups of people. So I definitely know that that won't happen for a while, but you know, just trying to figure out new ways to stay, to stay relevant and to get um, the, 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 the Brita word out there, essentially. Um, you know, I feel like every day is, is, every week is a little different and trying to like morph this, Thing that this pandemic is into something, um, yeah. but, you know, it's it's always changing, and I'm always trying to figure out like creative new ways um, to to just do what I do, you know, drag and whatnot. I mean, a lot of corporations have been hiring me for like corporate parties for Pride, which is so cute. Um, yeah. yeah. And I and I love that coin. But I I will take what I can get. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, hmm. I I'm not sure. Um, it's kind of always changing. It's something that I've, I'm I'm tr- I'm trying to do new things and, and inventive things. Um, I'm part of this group called Eschaton on Saturdays and what they do. It's a live immersive theater show, and it's like. Thirty different Zoom rooms, and there's different acts in every room, and you're trying to find this mystery to find this girl at the end. It's really play. it's cool, girl. So yeah. I'm like this thirty-person improv cast, and um, I'm like doing my drag thing, and so you know, just finding new ways to stay to connect with people. I think that's the thing that I miss the most, and what other people miss is like human connection and interaction. And so, how to do that virtually? you know, how to do my thing, but virtually. So trying to always think out the box. Um, I think I want to start, I had this idea yesterday that I want to host a game show because I love okay. interacting with people. So who knows, there might be a Brita Zoom game show. Ooh. Ah, Ooh. I would love that. <laughs> I'd tune in. I would. <laughs> I would want to be a contestant. I don't know what it is, but it sounds fun. Right. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> would you post oh. and drag? Oh yes, of course, Mama. You okay. gotta fantasy. Yes. <laughs> so speaking of the future, would you be open to being in Drag Race All Stars? Absolutely, one hundred percent. I need to change my okay. name. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> I'm there. Right. I yes, like that. Yes, yeah. I was like, I love how. <laughs> They just they left out some important parts that I was like, Vic, you could have you could have focused on the Mormon part, but you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't. Um, when you but were fortunately eliminated, were you like, did you just come up with you bread of work or did you like know oh, that? It, Mama, it's always been in the back pocket. Yeah. That, that, you know, for that day. Um, <laughs> um because once they told me that I couldn't use my full name, I was like good well fuck you good thing i got you brita work in my back pocket <laughs> okay. i got a whole plan stay inside and wear that mask when you go out 
before we let you go, Britta, I want you to give a moment, like I said at the beginning, you have such a great love for New York. What is your love letter to New York? You being one of the first queens a lot of people here saw, people love you. Tell us, what do you, just give a love letter to New York and your fans here in New York. Um, I mean, you know, the thing about, New York is the first place and drag is the, the first thing in New York that I did where I really found who I am and I found my community. I never felt like I belonged until I started drag in New York City. And so that's that's why I, I love it so much. I have such a respect and and the people and the queens that come out of New York. I mean, I I became a queen because I saw Bob the Drag Queen doing it. And I was like, mm -hmm. I can do that, except my makeup's gonna be a lot better. Um, <laughs> <shade. Yeah. laughs> um, so so I, I you know it, it's it's a special place and it has a special energy and you know whenever there's been plenty of times when new york has gone through it and even people have new, from new york have gone through it like myself and you know we always come back stronger and we always come back more powerful and ready to attack the next thing so that's what i i love about new york and my and i just uh, that's my that's my city. It has an energy and a people like no other place. And so, absolutely, it's all about finding that. your tribe. What was that? It's all about finding your tribe and finding oh, yeah, your people. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so I'm so grateful that I found it. It was it was like eye awakening when I found. It. I was like, oh god damn. Yeah. I, like, I don't need to, I don't need to be a, a a little muscle daddy in order to uh, <laughs> have this big experience. Oh, I gave that up a long time ago. I don't. <laughs> So it's, yeah. Well, Britta, thank you so much for taking time out uh, to be here with us. Uh, tell the children where they can find you on social medias. You can find me on all forms of social media at the Britta Filter, um, including Christian Mingle and- Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Plenty of fish. Plenty of fish, <laughs> big coffee, you know, all- Venmo. That's my Domino's pizza app. I love that. Yeah, if you want to plug your Venmo, girl, go ahead. Yo, at the Britta Filter, she is not working like she used to, so send a bitch a dollar. <laughs> well, thank you so much again, Britta. Thank and, you. Uh, we really appreciate it. I know things are crazy out there during these revolutionary times, so please be safe and wear a mask. Oh, yes. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. Happy Pride to all of you. I'm so happy. Yes. Pride. Happy Pride. You. Thank you, Britta. Thank you. Thank you.